Welcome to Manifesting on a Loop. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Manifesting in a Loop, a skeptic-friendly podcast. Today, I am really excited because our topic is one of my favorite topics to discuss in the whole world, and it's got so many different ways of being approached. I want to give you today a very holistic approach to our topic, which is self-care. Self-care, self-love, wellness, These three things are completely inseparable to me. Self-care means self-love. Wellness means self-care. And there are so many ways of expressing them. But I feel like in order for all of those things to be aligned, for self-care to be 100% there, it needs to be a very holistic practice. It needs to be a set of practices From big practices to small little details we do every day to show ourselves the self-care, self-love, the respect we deserve, and to honor ourselves, which is so important. We live in a world where it's very easy not to take care of ourselves, where we're taking care of our jobs, our responsibilities, but we're not really looking at what we need. For me, my own journey of self-care has been very gradual. I didn't necessarily had all the different practices that I'm going to be sharing with you today until this point in my life today. And I still struggle with some of these, okay? I'm not saying I'm perfect. Nobody is ever going to achieve to be perfect, but I just want you to be aware of what is going to bring you that feeling of self-fulfillment, that comes with self-care, with knowing that you're taking care of yourself. That feeling is that confidence that I always talk about, you know, that feeling of knowing that you got your back and that you're taking care of yourself, nurturing yourself in every single way, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, all of the above. So we're going to start with some basics. When I say self-care, I think that most people would go straight to either eating healthy, skincare, working out, (laughs) or maybe all of those. And let's be clear, these are different forms of self-care. These are self-care. Taking care of your skin, taking care of what you put into your body, you know, having healthy eating habits, making sure that you move your body, that you take care of the body, which is the vessel that you have for this life. It is, as many people call it, your temple. Doing that is a big form of self-love. Choosing to pay attention to yourself is amazing in every single way. For me, for example, I think that the very first thing I started doing was skincare. It came a long time ago. It was the very first thing in my self-care routine that I have right now. To be honest with you, it started being all about physical appearance, right? I wanted my skin to look better. And also, I mean, I have cousins who are like very much obsessed with skincare since I was uh, much younger. So they got me into the flow of it. And my mom has always had amazing skin. But I never really took care of my skin, to be honest, until I didn't want to deal with like blemishes anymore, to be honest. But then, like I said, I started getting into it more and more. I started enjoying my little moment. At first, it was a task. But after a while, I started to get into it. Every single morning, I was like, 
ooh, now is my little mini me moment. Um, and then before bed, I would do also like the cleansing and all of that. Then I got into the healthy fitness world, both the healthy eating habits and the working out. It was kind of at the same time. I've always kind of, you know, worked out a little bit throughout my life. I've played tennis, basketball, I've danced. But it wasn't necessarily something that I did because I wanted, because I knew that it was a good thing for my body or that I had to take care of my body because it was healthy. No, I just did it to have fun. And then in university, after a couple of years living in a dorm where I did not take care of my body at all, I just was drinking a lot and not eating healthy at all and not working out at all. The only workout I got was like, dancing in the club, okay, which is not a great workout if you're putting alcohol at the same time in your body, you know, it's, it doesn't really make any sense. Um, but I mean, I did something, right? It was still dancing. Um, okay, sorry. Um, so also, I have to say that I also started working out and eating more healthily because of my looks. Like I didn't necessarily enjoy the point where my body was at. And I was like, I want to change that. I wanted my body to feel different. I wanted to be more confident. And so that's why I decided to start working out. But after a little bit, something really magical happened, which is I started falling in love with a feeling of taking care of myself. And it had nothing to do with my looks. It stopped being about my looks. I mean, it was a plus, it was a bonus that I got, but it wasn't my main focus. It wasn't my goal. You know, I was just working out because it felt great to do it, even if at first, you know, you're like, I don't really want to get out of bed. Also, like over time, I started discovering a lot more about what eating healthy means. Because at first, you know, when you are starting a fitness journey, or when you are starting to get into the healthy eating habits uh, kind of world, you see a lot of processed foods that you know, they say low carb, low fat, low sugar, and that's supposed to make it healthy. And sorry, but nothing is further from the truth. Like it can be low carb, it can be low fat, it can be low calorie, it can be no sugar and still not be good for you. A lot of sweeteners and artificial flavors and additives out there are so bad for you. And I started discovering this thanks to a Spanish nutritionist that started a movement here in Spain. My Spaniards will probably know what I'm talking about. It's real food, well, real fooding. The nutritionist is Carlos Rios. Never thought I'd be mentioning him <laughs> in this podcast, but... I mean, he was a very important part of my informative process. I started realizing, thanks to him and his spreading awareness through social media, that ultra-processed foods are everywhere. Everything, pretty much, was, at least at the time, because people are, I, I feel like, at least in Spain, people are starting to be a little, a little bit more conscious about processed meals, and so the industry is slowly changing a little bit and offering more non-processed clean foods in the grocery stores and everything. But at the time, it all felt like everything was fake, <laughs> fake food. You know, it was not real food. At the end of the day, if you think about it, everything that you're putting into your body is either going to make you feel good or make you feel bad. Your gut also is so connected to your brain. A lot of people say it's a second brain. The gut is so important. Gut health is so important. It has a huge impact on your mental health. 
and choosing to eat clean, healthy, natural, real food 85, 90% of the time is key. I'm not saying you're never going to ever be allowed to eat an ice cream in your life. Okay, I do have ice cream. I love ice cream. I recently started loving ice cream, which is weird, I know, but I didn't. And now I do. I love ice cream. But daily, I choose healthier options because it w- it's what makes me feel good. And, you know, when I'm on vacation, I don't think about it. I do intuitive eating a lot because now I'm at a point in my in my life where basically my body asks for good, real, clean, healthy meals all the time. Like it's what my body craves. Like I literally, I have such a sweet tooth, but now my body no longer asks me for a donut. I mean, sometimes it does. But usually what I crave is literally a bowl of fruit and granola. Like that's sweet for me. But of course that that has taken some time. You know, you have to choose consciously to put something in your body that is going to fuel your body, to nurture your body, to make it feel good, to make it feel stronger. That obviously goes a little bit along with working out and moving your body because at the end of the day, this is the only body that you're ever going to have. Loving your body is not just accepting it at whatever point it is. You know, I think that really loving your body is taking care of it, taking care of it, doing what's best for it at least like i said 85% of the time or 95 or 90% of the time then i think that self care also has this other side which is having some what i like to call some me time every day to do whatever feeds your soul you know for me also like i said my skincare routine is a great moment for me there are so many ways for you to make yourself feel good essentially which is you can go for a walk in nature or reading inspiring books, doing something that really feels like it makes you feel great. I'm not talking about scrolling on TikTok and like it's a loophole. Okay, I get it. I can be like I get trapped sometimes. But you know, making good decisions for yourself is taking care of yourself and choosing your mental health is so important. And that includes, like I said, what you eat, the amount of time you spend working out, all of that contributes to your mental health. And also knowing that you're, for example, choosing to spend money on a therapist every month or other practices like a gratitude journal, journaling, reading self-development books, listening to self-development podcasts like Manifesting in a Loop, you know, all of those things. It's not just that they have a great conscious effect, but also subconsciously what you're telling yourself is I'm taking care of myself. That's what you're saying to yourself, to your body, to your mind, to your soul. It's what you're embodying. You're literally choosing to serve yourself. To me, a very important part of my self-care routine is also meditating Meditating, I think that most people think is very mystical or something. And meditating is so much simpler than people think. It's not about quieting the mind until you have no thoughts because that is literally impossible, okay? It's like being an observer of your mind. And also for me, meditating is also connecting to the universe and to to the real me. It's just a spiritual practice for me. I understand that not everybody is going to get it. 
like that. And you don't have to, but just meditating, sitting in stillness, in silence, choosing to focus on your breath for 10 minutes a day can have amazing health benefits. And like I said, all of these practices are not just going to help you on a conscious level, but also subconsciously, because like I said, you're telling yourself, I'm taking care of myself. Now, all of these things that I've been talking about are like obvious forms of self-care, right? But there's so much more to self-care. A very important part of self-care is putting yourself first, which means saying no when you need to say no. It means doing what's right by you. It's following what you think you have to do, what you believe is right, and going for whatever you really want to go for. Sometimes you might not even want to say no to something, but deep down, you know, it's the right thing to do for you. We all have a toxic ex or not a toxic, not necessarily like an ex relationship, like an ex situationship, you know, we've all been there. And it's like, do I go back to that where I know that I might have a good time, but I'm not really being valued or seen? Or do I just say, no, I might want it right now, but I'm going to put myself, my future self first, and I'm going to do what I really know that is right for me. That can be hard. I'm saying this, and I feel like people might be thinking that sometimes self-care means protecting yourself from hurt. But the truth is that many times, self-care actually means you need to put yourself through uncomfortable situations in order to grow, in order to emerge better, stronger, and more healed on the other side of that. It's doing things you might not feel like doing or that might be hard to do, but that you know will have benefits for you. If you think about it, working out is an example of that. So many times you're not really going to want to work out. Working out is uncomfortable. If it's comfortable for you, uh, then what's the point? Like it's, there's not going to be any growth there, especially if you're new. It's going to be uncomfortable. And it should be uncomfortable. It's the same thing with getting to know yourself deeply. I've talked about self-awareness so many times. I think it's so important to end up discovering what joy looks like for you, what your happy life looks like. And sometimes, I've, I've said this before, getting to know yourself is going to be painful. Many times, actually. Like, it's going to be a bumpy ride, but that's the point. Because when you emerge on the other side, you're going to be healed from things that were holding you back in the past. And you're going to know yourself so well that things that used to have a hold on you are no longer going to have that power because you're aware of them and you're going to be like, nope, not anymore. And it's going to be painful, yes, but it's an investment in yourself. Then another form of self-care is integrity to me. Once you know yourself, you can design the person that you want to be, basically. And when you've done that, I'm pretty sure that you're going to want to be kind. You're going to want to be a good person in every single situation. And in order for you to really feel like you're taking care of yourself really deeply is choosing integrity. 
all the time. Choosing kindness, holding yourself accountable on the behaviors you don't want to have anymore. I used to not be really emotional or not be really emotionally available for my mother. And it was at first hard to confront that truth because I had to understand why. And I didn't understand why. And I didn't really want to think about why, to be honest. But now I feel like I'm in such a better place in my relationship with her. Of course, it's not perfect and I'm still working on it and I will probably be working on it forever. But I feel so much better with myself because of that. And that is self-care. I'm taking care of myself when I take care of my mother because I know that one of my most important values is my family and my mom especially. So I choose integrity. And when I choose integrity, I'm choosing myself and I'm taking care of myself. Yet another form of taking care of yourself. I've already mentioned this sacrificing what you want now for what you want in the future. I cannot emphasize this enough. When you act on what you want right now, you're not acting on your values. You're acting on your emotions. And emotions come and go. Feelings come and go. Your values are what matters. And, you know, sometimes to maintain that integrity we were talking about, you need to sacrifice your immediate desire. Like sometimes, I mean, I don't know, you might want to call somebody out for doing something wrong and do it in a rude way. But what are you going to choose a situation that might feel like it's what you want to do right now, which is like scream at the other person? Or are you going to choose the high road, which is respecting the values that you designed for yourself, that you chose for yourself, which are trying to be more compassionate, kind, understanding? Are you going to, you know, you know what I'm saying, right? Like sometimes you have to sacrifice what you want right now for what you want in the future. You might not really fully grasp the meaning of this until you have a situation where you're literally like, okay, um, I really want to do this, but I know that it's not what I have to do by me. When I say have to do or should do, I don't mean on society's terms. I mean on your terms, okay? What you have set for yourself, the standard at which you hold yourself. You need to respect your own boundaries with no exceptions, even if you haven't before. And sometimes that is going to be really hard because respecting your own boundaries will mean that sometimes you will need to establish some boundaries with other people. You're going to have to set some limits and that's going to be uncomfortable for people, especially if you haven't done that before. If before you've been just letting some coworker talk down on you and you haven't said anything and suddenly you start saying something, it's going to be met with resistance. And I'm just using a very obvious example. Sometimes boundaries are not even that clear. But once you know what you're worth, you cannot settle for anything less because you're low lowering your own bar, which makes no sense. And that is not self-care. Self-care is respecting your boundaries always with no exceptions. And if some people cannot respect the boundaries that you are now setting, okay, well, let them go. If they don't want to stay, if they don't accept this new you that is standing up for yourself, why would you even want this person to stay? You know, if they want to leave, let them leave. It can be painful. 
but that is also self-care. It's knowing that respecting yourself needs to come before anything else. And if somebody doesn't respect that, you're allowed to let them go. And the final and I think most powerful form of self-care and self-love is allowing yourself to be free. Being free is allowing yourself to live your life on your own terms. It is designing the life you want and going after it, manifesting it, even if it upsets people around you. If you have been studying for five and a half years to become a doctor and suddenly you're like, I seriously, I don't want to be a doctor. And you just know in your heart that you don't want to be a doctor. But you know that a lot of people are going to be disappointed. Your parents, your partner, your sister, whoever it is. I'm sorry, but the highest form of self-care is choosing yourself over everybody else. And it is not selfish, okay? This is a disclaimer. Taking care of yourself is never, ever selfish. Because at the end of the day, you cannot show up for people the way that you want to show up for them if you're not fully loving yourself. So if you think about it, the highest form of service is self-care. Remember that. I think this is the most important lesson today. The highest form of service is self-care. It is a win-win situation. When you're high, you lift others up with you, you inspire, and you can help them from a much better place. And yes, it might upset some people in the beginning, but they'll come around and they'll be inspired. Trust me. And if they're not, like I said, sorry, but it's you that you got to choose. Of course, also another disclaimer, I'm not saying at all that you have to do whatever you want to do, disrespecting other people or hurting other people or not taking other people into account. Nope, that's not self-care. You have to remember integrity is a very high form of self-care, very high form of self-care. I've always believed that your freedom ends where other people's freedom starts. Respect other people's freedom. And as long as you don't disrespect that, do what you want to do when you really desire in your heart and choose to embody your highest self every single day. Let's do a little recap because we mentioned so much stuff. Okay, so first we discussed the most basic or obvious forms of self-care, which which are uh, skincare, healthy eating habits, working out, doing things that make you feel good every day, like going for a walk or reading or dancing, something that brings you joy. Choosing your mental health, very important. Writing in your gratitude journal every day, reading self-development books. Then we also have meditating, very important in my own journey. And I encourage everybody to start if you don't know where to start. There are so many apps out there. I started with Petit Bamboo and now I moved on to Calm that I absolutely love and absolutely recommend. And then the level has been kind of increasing a little bit. And now we are on to the good stuff, which is taking care of yourself via putting yourself first, saying no when you need to say no, getting to know yourself deeply, even if it hurts, holding yourself accountable and choosing integrity always, sacrificing what you want now for what you want in the future, respecting your own 
boundaries with no exceptions, even if you haven't before, and choosing to live on your own terms, even if it upsets people around you. Self-care at the end of the day means honoring yourself on a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level and being committed to your own growth in all those areas. Self-care is understanding that your happiness comes from within you. It comes from honoring yourself deeply and always. Lastly, I just want to repeat the biggest lesson from this episode, which is that the highest form of service is self-care. Please, if you take anything out of this episode, let it be that the highest form of service is self-care. We've reached the end of the road here, at least for now. Check out the episode description for any resources I might have mentioned. If you liked it, please subscribe and leave us a review. Your support is key. Also, share this with whoever you think would benefit from what we've discussed and leave your feedback or suggestions on the Instagram DMs at Manifesting in a Loop. Make sure you follow us on there too for daily inspiring content and more. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you very soon. And just remember, make your highest self proud and be kind. Bye. Bye.